Hello and happy fourth Sunday of Advent. I would like to start our time together with an excerpt from a poem by Jan Richardson. It's simply called Blessing. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes. Have you ever witnessed or perhaps received a blessing? Maybe it was at a wedding where parents of the couple spoke a blessing over the bride and groom. Maybe the blessing was less formal, like where a friend spoke a good word over another friend in a meaningful moment. When Jesus gave his Sermon on the Mount, he started with a series of blessings, what we have come to know as the Beatitudes. Blessings are an important part of the life of faith. But first, what actually is a blessing, you might be wondering. Here's how I would define it in the most simple of terms. A blessing is affirming who another person is in God's sight. It reminds them that they are seen by God and favored by God. Often it involves expressing a hope for them, a prayer, but it's more than just a hope or a prayer because in some ways it is speaking less about what may happen in a person's life and more about what in God's grace and love is already true. A blessing can be a surprisingly powerful thing. Maybe this is because it allows us to step into the truth we know, but haven't yet fully grasped. The truth that we are God's very dear children, and that it is his desire to see us flourish in his love. The poem we just heard reminds us that we are called to be bearers of Christ's light in dark times. And it calls us blessed as we do that. The scripture that I'd like us to spend a few moments with is about a blessing. Mary has been visited by an angel. She has given her yes to God. Yes, she will indeed carry the Son of God, Emmanuel. But as you can imagine, Things must have gotten pretty complicated for her after that visitation by the angel. There was, of course, a fiancé to explain things to. There were parents whom she was probably living with at the time who may have been a bit confused. And of course, there was a community of townsfolk who would have seen Mary pregnant out of wedlock, which would have been extremely awkward, to say the least. What would it have been like for Mary to hold on to the hope of her calling in the face of these circumstances. Might it have been confusing? Could it have been discouraging? Could it have been lonely? As we read the text from the Gospel of Luke, which is drawn from today's lectionary, imagine what it might have been like for Mary to hear Elizabeth's powerful words of blessing spoken over her. And in the silence that follows, can you picture Mary receiving these words? 
How might her countenance have changed? What did it look like for her to be strengthened by these words, encouraged by them, comforted, upheld? Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Like Elizabeth, we too have the power to bless. As we walk with God, he gives us glimpses of his heart for other people. From time to time, he may give us the opportunity to share that glimpse with them, to let them in on the love God has for them in a fresh and needed way. A great way to approach this is simply through prayer for someone that God puts on our heart. You know, so often we pray for people in our lives who have a lot of need. We lift up their needs to the Lord and ask God to provide for them, to heal them, to help them, and that is good. But what if from time to time, we simply went to prayer asking ourselves, who would I like to bless today? Who might God be inviting me to bless today? I mentioned earlier that blessing is surprisingly powerful because It invites us to step into the truth of God's love for us and his desire for us to flourish in his love. And here's another way in which blessing is powerful. A blessing can draw out a person's giftings and help them to step into their calling. We see this in the story of Elizabeth and Mary. Immediately following Elizabeth's blessing of Mary, Mary bursts into prophetic song. She sings, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant, girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. She goes on to prophesy that through the Redeemer, she has been called to carry and to mother, God will exalt the humble, but bring down princes from their thrones, and that he will fill the hungry with good things, but send away the rich empty-handed. She's painting a picture of a whole different world, 
She's joyfully embracing the role that God has given her in this drama of redemption. If she had been feeling discouraged in any way before she arrived at Elizabeth's and Zechariah's house, she is now feeling empowered. That's the power of blessing. I'd like to read the text from Luke chapter 1 a second time for us. And in the silence that follows, I invite you to consider whether there is anyone God might be putting on your heart whom you might be well positioned to bless. Is there anyone God is bringing your way, like he brought Mary to Elizabeth, who might be in need of a reminder that they are favored of God, that the work God calls them to is holy, that God's hand is on their life? In the silence that follows, perhaps you might craft a prayer of blessing for them. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leapt within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. As we close, I want to acknowledge that you may be someone in need of blessing. I pray that if you are, God would send you an Elizabeth. Meanwhile, as you wait for an Elizabeth, let me offer my own Advent blessing. Friends, you are loved and favored by God. May the Lord bless you in the work he has called you to do, and may he renew you in your understanding of it as holy. May the Lord meet you in your hunger, offering himself as eternal bread. May he meet you in your thirst, offering himself as living water. 
May he meet you in your loneliness, offering himself as eternal friend. May he redeem all of your sorrows and crown you with tender mercies. May he sustain you in the peace that he has ordained for you to walk in. And may you find rest in the spaciousness of his love. Amen.